0: There's nothing super special about me except that I devoted myself to myself so that I could shine my light in this world.
1: Hello and welcome to Self Talk. I'm Rachel Astarte. Tamara Zoner is a speaker and coach on a mission to create greater happiness in the world by teaching individuals and groups the actions and habits of happiness. Tamara, welcome to the show. Thank you, Rachel. It's good to be here. It's great to have you. So um, I have a lot of questions for you, but let's jump in. Happiness is a big subject and it's something that we all want. Um, So how did you get into this niche area of creating happiness? With people.
0: Well, you know, I was looking for some more. <laughs> so I was in a fairly dark place in my life, in my marriage, and I I, I wanted to feel better. I, I'm i a naturally optimistic person and was kind of born happy. I'm a lucky one who has a pretty happy um, base point. Mm-hmm. And so recognizing that I was not able to even access happiness at that point was a driver for me to figure out how to again and i i funny thing my now ex-husband and i had watched the movie the secret mm-hmm. and i i like to dig deep on things so i ended up reading almost every book of every teacher featured in that movie and marcy Shimeoff was one of them and i read her book, Happy for No Reason, and started implementing some of those things. Now, I forgot about that book for years and years and years, and I went on and did different things. And then uh, I'd been doing something called The Passion Test, and I'd been doing other coaching and, and other jobs. Yeah. And then last year, when COVID hit, I had seen Marcy's training come up year after year and thought, maybe this is the time for me to have something more tangible and practical to teach. Mm. So it was in my own searching and seeking and personal development that I found everything that I do today. Mm. And, uh, and now I love to share with people who think it's out of their reach, but it's right in their own hands. And that's what I teach.
1: That's beautiful. Um, so sometimes we have this idea of what does it mean to be happy? And there's also a question of, well, do I need to be happy or is it okay to just be contented? Mm-hmm. And and what would you say is a difference between those two
0: concepts? Well, that's a good question. Uh, and a lot of people do ask it because a lot of people have a misguided notion of happiness, which means you have to be up all the time. Uh, and, right, right. and nothing negative ever happens. <laughs> and contentment is really the a balanced happiness, in my opinion, where we're comfortable with the fluidity of our emotions and of our level of in the moment happiness. And there's this baseline of happiness that we're always able to just return to no matter what's happening in our lives. Mm. And I always say happiness doesn't mean that you don't have negative experiences or emotions or feelings, you can still get mad in a roundabout or feel sadness when someone you love leaves or you lose them. All those emotions will still happen when you're very happy. Mm -hmm. And it's just easier to get through them. It's easier to move through them in a very fluid Mm -hmm. way.
1: What would you say is the element of happiness that allows you to get through those difficult times?
0: Oh, my big one is always self-love and appreciation and compassion. So when we can get to this place where we have a relationship with ourself that is loving, Mm -hmm. that's the base of all happiness.
1: Yes, I, well, I would tend to agree with you since that's <laughs> kind of the name <laughs> right. of the show. Exactly, and why <laughs> I was attracted
0: to it. So. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> and, and um, you know, and it's the it's the core work that I do in my psychotherapy practices and developing a healthy foundation of self,
0: you yes. know, that
1: allows you to use yourself as a resource, um, which it
0: sounds like you're, you're on board with that, right? Absolutely. That's, that's, yeah. I think we're our best resource. So mm-hmm. someone asked me on another interview one day, you know, what's the best resource you could recommend? And I said, it's yourself, <laughs> you know, digging in and finding your own voice and then using it with compassion and really listening to what you want and need in your life. That's your best resource. You- yeah.
1: So what happens, and I'm sure you see this all the time in your coaching practice. What happens when someone says, I don't even know who I am. I'm not even sure I like who I am. Where do I start? There. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Right? Right? (laughs) You start right where you're at yeah. and you start to use different tools. You know, there are so many tools and there's no right one for everyone. That's why there are so many different teachers, healers, coaches, psychotherapists, Right. So you start right where you're at and do some self-exploration. Ask the questions that will help you get to know yourself better Mm -hmm. and lead you where you want to go. How do you want to feel? Mm -hmm. What beliefs do you wish you had? Mm -hmm. You know, journaling is one of the best tools ever. And a lot of us avoid it, even when we know it's good for us, because it will take you to those levels where you can see who you are and what your beliefs are. And I think a lot of times... People don't really want to know, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? We avoid so much. And so it's it's having, it's really gathering the courage, whether you have it or not, to yeah. do that self-exploration and really look in and say, okay, who am I? Or how would I would describe myself right now? And who do I want to be? Like, how do I want to be in this world? Yeah, And then following the breadcrumbs that lead you there.
1: Yeah, that's actually the hero's or the heroine's journey, right? Yeah. Mythologically speaking, that's what it is. And,
0: and it's scary to take that first step. It's, you know, It can be so terrifying, You know, yeah. especially if you don't have a clear sense of self or you never have. Right. And that's where you come in. Right. And, <laughs> and you too, but yes, that's where yeah. I come in because it's, to me, what's the point mm-hmm. of being here in this body, in this current life, if not to fully live it?
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
0: Yeah. And, and so help us
1: to understand what is the passion test?
0: Okay. So the passion test, first of all, is the tool that helped me transform my own life. Mm -hmm. And I had heard of it just by exchanging business cards with another woman at a networking event when I was doing something completely different. Mm -hmm. And I had, you know, I read her card and it said her name and then certified passion test facilitator. And I got this whole body experience, Mm -hmm. we'll say like chill and a knowing that I didn't know and needed to. And I followed my breadcrumbs and I ended up having coffee with her and learning about the passion test, which is a process of identifying the five things that matter the most to you in your life right now, not six months ago or six months from now, but right now. uh, And then learning how to align your life with those things so that each day becomes more happy and more fulfilling and more joyful. Mm -hmm. And that process helps you uncover a lot of deep truths about yourself. Just making a list of 10 Mm -hmm. or 12 things. What do I want to be? How do I want to feel? What do I want to have in my life? What kind of environment do I want to live in? What kind of relationships do I want to have? How do I want to feel in my body? Mm -hmm. You know, so you're digging into these questions and starting to actually design your ideal life. Mm. And then and then learning how to choose in favor of those things instead of all the shiny objects that divert us from what we really mean to be doing.
1: <laughs> right, right. And that really does help you to sort of make that leap from who you are now to where you want to be yes, and who you want to be. And I always tell my patients, you know, you already are who you want to be. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's it's like a process of doing archaeology where you're just getting yes. rid of the dirt until yes. you find those gems or those Rare bones or artifacts underneath. That's your that are your true self. Yeah, that's yeah.
0: a per- perfect description because it really is just uncovering and taking off all the layers of programming. Oh gosh, you yeah, know. <laughs> you know, Sorry, <laughs> I had a flashback. <laughs> yeah, we can be more of who we are and and be willing to and able to show that to the world.
1: Yeah, yeah. And why do we want to do that? tamra
0: <laughs> another good question because that is what is truly living when when we can show up in the fullness and richness of who we actually are without worrying or being fearful of how the world will respond to us we get to live our truth we laugh more we love more we feel more we colors are more vibrant. Mm-hmm. The wind is refreshing, you know, just it, there's so much, it's like taking a blurry picture, which my video camera here is not great. Right. Or so you're at the eye doctor and he, he blurs your vision a little bit mm-hmm. and you're like, yeah, I can still see it's fine. But then he goes, okay, number one or number yeah, two, right. and suddenly the world is so clear. Yeah. That's, that's why yep. because when we, take these steps, use these tools and, and uncover the depths of who we are, Mm -hmm. we can see more clearly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's a beautiful way to put it. And the eye doctor (laughs) analogy is so perfect because it is, it (laughs) does feel like that. And, and I would even, I I would love to hear your thoughts on this, even take it a step further. When we are acting from our true self, from our self-loved place, Mm that affects other people in a positive way as well. So we're actually giving back to society by dealing with our shit. Right. And, (laughs) you know, and so we're not putting it on
0: other people. Yeah. And as, you know, as, as parents, as teachers, as therapists, Mm -hmm. as coaches, as doctors, as healers, like in all of these fields, every person, it matters. But in all of these fields specifically where we are impacting other human beings, if we're showing up all cloudy right. and covered in muck, right. we're not really doing what we mean to be doing. We're not really serving in the way that we're we want to and that our heart calls to because we haven't dealt with our own junk yet.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And yes, when we do and we show up more fully, we like the little light gets so much brighter that it helps people see. Right. We light paths for people right. and give them permission and make them see what's possible. Because if it's possible for me, it's possible for everybody. Oh,
1: absolutely. Yeah. Right. right.
0: Yeah. I'm yeah. Always saying you can do anything that's possible. And my very intelligent daughter will say, Well, I can't fly, mom. I can't sprout wings and fly. And I said, Well, in fact, you could become a pilot. You can, like, anything that's humanly possible is possible for you. Right. And, you know, there's nothing super special about me, except that I devoted myself to myself so that I could shine my light in this world. Right. Beautiful. And you, you
1: actually did a nice little segue because you have in your bio that you are a happily single mother (laughs) of three. Now, um, I am a single mother of one and, um, I would love to hear what, about, and this is a, this is a little pet subject for me that I love so much. What is it about being single where you can find happiness necessarily, not necessarily with a partner that, you know, you're, you're confident, you're happy, you're contented in your life of, of, uh, solo living.
0: Yeah. Well, for me, part of it is that I wasn't happily married. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, and we, we we did not make good parenting partners because our beliefs were so different and it was just a constant you know just like everything i was trying to do you know beginning with the end in mind and really trying to teach my children good responsible behavior for themselves and others he just was always ripping the rug out from under my feet you know mm-hmm. and so it was just so frustrating And, and of course he, you know, he wasn't nice to me. (laughs) Like it was not a good relationship. It was a very toxic relationship. And so it took a long time for me to collect my courage and leave that relationship. And I, I, because I didn't want to be a single mother to three kids. I didn't want to be a single mother to two kids. And I tried to leave at that point and then found out I was pregnant with my third and said, well, yeah let's work on this. Then I'll work on me. And that's when really my transformation started because I couldn't fix him.
1: So I tried everything,
0: everything else. Right. Right. And finally I got to the point where I was strong enough to say, I deserve better than this. I'm Mm -hmm. worth more. And, and what am I showing to my children? Mm -hmm that a woman is willing to be treated this way or that a yeah. man is allowed because I have a son and two daughters or that I'm, this is how a man treats a woman. I don't want you guys to see any of this. Right. <laughs> I want you to see a model of a, a healthy human being. And if in the future, you get to see a healthy relationship even better.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so I'm happily single because I get to bring all of me to my children with no one else's input. I mean, they go back and forth with their dad and me, but when they're with me, I am with them all the way. Mm-hmm. Now, this doesn't mean I don't have a wonderful man in my life. I do. He's lovely. And I'm still happily single
1: mm-hmm.
0: parenting the way I feel is best for my children and being with them when they need me and being very present and conscious with them to help them navigate life's challenges mm-hmm. without someone else interfering. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or muddying my own waters so that I can stay clear and show up for them because divorce is really hard. You yeah. know, yeah, You know, they live with a man I left for very specific reasons. So, helping them to learn how to keep their voice strong. Mm -hmm. You know, I had lost mine, I'd given it away, Mm -hmm. and teaching them with love for both their dad, myself, and them is so important to me so that they know they came from love. They know that every part of them is pure and beautiful and worth love. Yeah. Um, So, remembering to always speak with respect to them about their dad. And, you know, and then, you know, when they say things I can commiserate, (laughs) you know, (laughs) I know, I know, but, but being able to show up so clear and present for them is so vitally important to me. And it makes me feel so happy.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And, and you bring up such an important point too, about, you know, not speaking ill of the other partner, because that, is their parent, you know, yes. and they have yes. a lifelong relationship with that person and let them figure yeah. it out. Right.
0: Know? And they do. And, and they're, a, and he's a part of them and they're a part of him. So if right. as parents, we say, you know, we talk crap about the other parent, that kid is saying, well, that's me too. Then exactly. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And,
1: and then so- also it's modeling again, you know, like, Oh, when yes. I, when I have a problem with someone, I just talk behind their back and that's not something you want right. to teach
0: kids right. or, or blaming other people which is the actual, right. you know absolute opposite of what I teach people like your happiness is your personal responsibility yeah. and you have to take ownership for it yes. instead of blaming the world you know at large for all of your issues or any of them.
1: Yeah. Actually, let's talk about that because that's a really sure. really important topic. Um, a lot of people certainly my patients and probably your coaching clients too feel like the world is against them, or that you know why do I have such bad luck, or you know um, but this person really did wrong me, and my life is screwed up because of it, yeah, how do you coach
0: around that that taking responsibility part, yeah well, first of all, someone has to be willing to, mm-hmm. so That's I mean true. you know if if they don't want to do the work, they're not going to do the work, so they they have to have a desire to break free from their programming. Mm -hmm. And, and so it starts with this radical personal responsibility, right? Taking responsibility, even for the situations where you feel like it's the other person's fault and going, okay, well, how, how did I show up and allow this? Like for me, you know, I'll say, well, I was in a toxic, abusive marriage and I was also responsible for staying as long as I did for accepting that kind of treatment for shushing myself, you know, losing my voice or giving it away. So we give away our power when we give responsibility to the rest of the world. Mm -hmm. If, if we don't like our results in the world around us, the only way to make changes is to do it ourselves. Mm -hmm. And if we can't change the circumstance, like we can't force COVID to go away, which a lot of people blame for their unhappiness, but what we can do is work on our response to it. Correct. How can I yeah. think differently about this? How can I reframe? I love reframes, right? Because it can change a terrible experience into an amazing one. Right. And, and when you look for the lesson in it, when you look yeah. for the learning in it yeah. without bypassing how you feel.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, Right. You don't want to do any bypassing, but yeah. it's, uh, that brings to mind a, a Buddhist teaching, which is, you know, and this is, I always massacre it because I, I don't remember the exact quote, <laughs> but it's, um, you know, it's not what happens to you. It's how you deal with it right. that matters because stuff happens all the time. Yeah. And and we need to decide how resilient are we going to be or how are we yeah. going to take this perhaps as a lesson or something that right. can advance us on the path instead of keeping us stuck or exactly. you know, having us give up entirely. Mm-hmm. We
0: get to make our own meaning mm-hmm. about the events in our lives. And so when we can start to do that in a more positive way, then even the hard stuff gets easier because we know like there's a purpose to it there's meaning to it mm-hmm. and so you know, the, one of the first things I talk about when I do give talks to groups on happiness is that that's the foundation, taking personal responsibility for your happiness. And so you work on awareness of where you are blaming others. How, Mm. how are you complaining? What are you complaining about? And how do you shame yourself? So Mm. in what ways are you shaming yourself? And so you can start to bring more awareness to that so that then you can stop that. Mm-hmm. and look for solutions or reframes or whatever else you can do right. to learn that it's okay like it's not that you're at fault I hate the word fault it's mm-hmm. not fault right? right but we do have to take responsibility to change our perspective on things so that it supports us instead right. of holds us back
1: Yes. And, and it's very inclusive, even, you know, the, whatever it is that comes up in our life, instead of, you know, if it's unpleasant, we often try to push it away and distract ourselves with other things instead of saying, all right, let me just sit with this bad feeling, you know, and see what it might have to tell me and Mm -hmm. see where, you know, it's often an opportunity to, to do that, that inner work that we need, you know. So that's beautiful yeah. um, so how can people find you
0: I have a pretty unique name so it's easy to google me and I have uh, I do you can actually do tamarazoner.com and it will take you to currently it will take you to my main website which is a life you love now.com and I'm on Facebook and Instagram and I have a wonderful local meetup that has a worldwide Facebook private group. So there's that too. Everything is create a life you love or a life you love now or Tamra's owner. Okay. And, uh, you, you know, you said a local meetup, where are you? I'm in commerce township, Michigan, which is the Detroit Metro area.
1: Okay, So Good we for our listeners in, the, in that yeah. area. <laughs>
0: like, so if you're in the Detroit Metro area and you are looking for more conscious, authentic conversations and relationships, and we are the group for you, even if you're just starting yeah. You know, even if you're just starting this journey and this conversation has sparked something, we need to be around other people doing similar work. Yeah, it's absolutely important to, to
1: know that you have support team, yeah. you know, yeah. in, in that work. So thank you mm-hmm. so much for that. I'm going to make sure that all of your links uh, and contacts are in the show notes. And so we'll thank have you. them there as well. But thank you thank for you. letting us know. Tamara Zoner, thank you so much for being
0: on Self Talk. Thank you, Rachel. This was fun. Bye.